What's up, beer drinkers? How y'all doing this week? Man, we got a great show for you this week. This week, we have our second annual BAMF Awards. What are those, you might ask? Well, last year, we went out and we went out. <laughs> we awarded the our favorite beer names from the GABF Award winners. So if you were the GABF and your beer won an award, when we liked your name, we gave our awards for the best beer names. We have two categories. We have best beer names by pop culture and best beer names original. So those that don't have any pop culture references that we know of, then perhaps if we're wrong, you know, let us know. You can always DM us on Instagram, Cold Brew Podcast, or email us at GA, GABF, at coldbrewpodcast at gmail.com. Or, you know, if you're on Untapped, you can also DM us on there, I think. I think you can, you can DM. Well, just let us know. Anyway, so we have our BAMF Awards. Of course, we have our Beer News, and uh, ABN Bev is back in the Beer News, as always. And we have a new segment at the end of the show. We have our Music Exchange. So, uh, you know, Costos Chromatic will explain that later, but basically we gave each other... Uh, songs to listen to, and then we um, we critique them. So hopefully you like that part, and it'll be you know every every so often. It won't be every week, but it's just something to do it. It's basically filler, basically you know. To be honest, it's just just fill time. <laughs> Content creators, that's what we are, I guess. All right, uh, I already gave the plug. So without further ado, it's time for another cold brew. What's up, Chrome? It's our turn, baby. Beer reviews. We got the beer Gucci is beer news. We Gucci, baby. This ain't our job, <laughs> but we're still fly. You know we're the flyers. Barely pay our rent. We still pay our Cause bills. all our money spent. Hey, you know that's right. On barrel eight styles mm. and barley wine. It's barley wine, though. We raise a glass to our heroes who have Talk about anything, our shenanigans. We do what we want, cause we're cold brew. We're cold brew, baby. Coming at you pre-recorded from Cold Brew Studios. I am Greg, he is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we're here to talk about beer. Yes, we are. How you doing this week, man? I'm doing well. Doing well. Having a good day. Yeah. Do you, uh, um... Oh shit! Well, I guess I was gonna ask you ready for the game tomorrow, but the home game's not until next week, right? The first Fortnite home game. Correct. Yeah, so I, I just got my dates mixed up. It's gonna be a good one, man. I Are mean, you serious? One. What? What kind of shit? No, I'm joking about you getting your dates. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I thought you were looking some, something yeah. up. No, but uh, I mean, especially after Aaron Rodgers shit the bed in Week One. Now it's all eyes on him to see what he's going to do week two because week three and then I think week four they have another fucking hard-ass opponent. Really? Yeah, I I, I forgot. I, I heard it this week and they're like, oh, whoa, three, week three and four are going to be um, gonna be tough for the, the Packers. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, I'm just excited football's back. I like talking about, about football and it's shitty because I don't work with any, I work with one guy who fucking watches football. Everyone else could could give a shit about football, which is fine. That's a prerogative. But 
it then leaves me like you know like i have no outlet <laughs> i have no are, are they sense fans some of them are some a couple and a couple of them are baseball fans but most of them aren't even fans of sports at all they like to work on cars which i guess is makes sense because you know where i'm you know I, I i work on on vehicles myself but I just wish some more of them were sports fans. Like the Barry had no problem. Like everyone I worked with were well, pretty much uh, like ninety percent of the people I worked with were sports fans. So we could talk about sports. But oh well. So yeah. So I, I like to mention it to you because uh, it's fun. All sure. right. But uh, this is beers, a uh, beer show. So let's uh, let's talk about beer, shall we? Yes, indeed. So today I have in front of me from our good friends up in Flagstaff, Arizona, Dark Sky Brewing Company. I have their Space Cadets. Now, Space Cadets is a fresh hop beer. As you very well know, fresh hop is when you, you know you pluck it straight from the vine and it goes right into a brew. Uh, let's see, according to the little write-up, tis the fresh hop season, and this batch was brewed with 100% Crosby Strata hops. These hops give this beer a giant bouquet of passion fruit, guava, assertive darkness, grassy and bright pops of citrus. A very clean, slightly sweet, and thick body to round it out. Let's see, this is 8.4% alcohol by volume. It is a, a double New England style IPA with a IB rating of 35. It's all right. So here we go. Papa. What do you got? I have by our friends from Dispenser Brewery, an American Trappist Ale. Oh, wow. Out in Spencer, MA. I have their pumpkin ale, better known as the Monkster Match. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened now, to my the, twist? Right. Now, on the, uh, on the can, it just says uh, about the beer, an ale brewed with pumpkin spices. It is a 5.20% alcohol by volume. I got a can of it. However, on the website, they don't feature it. So I had to get a secondary source. But it says it's uh, a red amber ale brewed with real pumpkin and a touch of spice. Gentle carbonation animates the rounded mouthfeel. And it closes clean with a smooth finish. So, um, I remember it's been a while, but uh, what's your name? Brutowski? <laughs> Birkowski. Birkowski, I'm sorry. Yeah, Professor <laughs> Birkowski. Oh, well, I'm... Uh, <laughs> Lecturer Brewcast? No, <laughs> <laughs> no I, I'm kidding too, because she uh, she does great for our show, and yeah. uh, that, that's why I'm referencing her. Shout out to her uh, doing uh, the history of what it means to be a Trappist uh, brewery, right? And uh, Spencer is the only American run, right, or one of the few American ones? I think it's the only American, yeah, certified um, Trappist brewery. I guess, uh, yeah, I guess they're called breweries, right? So that's kind of another reason why this one caught my eye. I mean, uh, tis the season, right? Even though uh, it's still, well, I know where you are. It's always hot as hell, but uh, you know, for <laughs> uh, here in the in the Bay Area, it's still still warmer weather. I mean, it's nice um, getting a little chilly uh, at night. However, um, it's it's still not fall yet. 
Right. Um, at least still with the feel. I mean, the, the, the calendar is uh, moving hella fast these days, it seems like. And uh, yeah. yes, uh, pumpkin ales are, are out and about, kids. Uh, and I just thought I'd feature one now. So without any further ado, pop off. Yeah, I was going to make fun of you because you had a Oktoberfest on the show before your pumpkin beer. But however, I guess Oktoberfest is before Halloween, so. Yeah. Yes, it is. And it's getting, uh, it's getting cool. It's uh, getting into the 99s here in Arizona. Hmm, double digits. Look at you. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited because, like, the I always look at the lows since I work at night. And it's yeah. down to 72 and 73 next week for the low. That is, like, r- right in the morning. So, like, when I get to work, it'll be, like, in the low 90s, high 80s. And it'll cool off into the 70s, which is, oh, man, it's so perfect. That's a, that's a perfect night to work when it's uh, 72 degrees. Yeah, hard day. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right, so we will. Oh no, shoot, we got to talk about our beers. Uh, first, um, right off the bat, yeah, I, I see what they're talking about um, when they're talking about the passion fruit, passion fruit, passion fruit, and the guava, and even the darkness. I was like, what the fuck they mean by darkness? But there is a, a darkness to it. It's kind of like a, a heavy note. And then uh, it, it gives its way to like a grassy citrus finish. It's like very well uh, described in on Untapped. That's where I got the uh, the info from. But very good. I like this one. This is really good. Um, not my uh, usual favorite of uh, the stone fruit IPAs, but this one's up there. Um, I think Strata hops are growing on me. I, I don't. I don't I don't remember the first time I had them. I don't think I was wowed by them. I'm still not wowed by them, but this is this is good though. It's not my favorite hop, but it's really good. All right, um, how's your beer? Yes, on the pumpkin beer. We really don't worry about hops with pumpkin beer. <laughs> Are there hops? We're about to okay, so what I'm digging this is it. It tastes like a beer. A lot of the 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 pumpkinness and spiciness is, is subtle. And with that subtleness, it, to me, it, it tastes very natural. Now, mm-hmm. um, remember a while ago when we went to Plow and uh, yes. Big Kevin was giving us the, uh, the whole spiel on, yeah, on um, natural flavors, however, they're kind of artificially harvested, if yes. you will. Yep. And, and yeah, I'm kind of uh, keen on that. So when a, a beer has too much of a flavor um, and, and, it, and it brags about natural or even artificial flavor i go uh, it doesn't feel authentic yeah. for this and i am kind of assuming with the uh with the trappist uh necessity you know uh, requirements that it, that it is a uh, more of a, a natural uh, flavoring to it it's on the up and up right and uh with that said it's real subtle um pretty cold right now so it's gonna open up get a little warmer however um yeah this isn't like a uh you know let's dump some uh pumpkin pie feeling in the in the vat while it's uh well it's mixing up you know what i mean i i've seen uh, i've seen pictures of actual pies floating in the fucking in the, in the that, in that's the still brew. badass don't get me wrong i want to see it that looks, I it, looks that, great. This it, one, it looks this great this one's not in that family <laughs> right. this one's none of that thing <laughs> all right so we will so hey, what, they got the they got the pie pan in there too Oh, I, I couldn't tell the picture I saw. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> that little aluminum foil pen. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, um, 
with the with the matching top cover plastic. So com- compare this to like shit. yeah, compare this to like a, a stout, um, a pumpkin stout. Well, like what, what would be what would be the subtle differences in your estimation? Oh, pumpkin stout. Um, th- there's no like roastiness. It it is yeah. light body. It, it, it like it kind of mentioned it. It is a little bit crisper. You know, it's a it's a lighter beer compared to a stout. You know. Okay. Um, although you know, some might argue a. Yes, uh, an English stout is a very light beer in in body it's, itself. In but, itself, yeah. Yeah. However, this one, uh, light body, um, it doesn't have any of that that roastiness or bitterness too. So it's just kind of a, a malty beer with some uh, pumpkin spice and spice to it. Gotcha. Very good. I get I get it. I get the feeling of the uh, the essence of the taste. And we will rate our beers on untapped later on in the show during our untapped portion of the show so search cold brew podcast and friend us and we'll friend you back but now it's time for the beer news all right you know how bud light always gets uh slammed for being water i would say I always gets the worst team of football and tries to do a promo. <laughs> right. Um, well, it's going to be uh, be made the butt of even more jokes because it's getting even lighter. Mm-hmm. Bud Light will release the first zero-carb beer in early 2022. Oh, nice. <laughs> they will be the first major brewing company to do so. Um, Andy Goler, vice president of marketing for Bud Light, told the outlet, the outlet um, meaning the, uh, the the media, that um, it took 10 years and more than 130 prototypes to create their latest concoction, which he called the, quote, next generation of light beer for the next generation of beer drinkers. Today's consumers have got options of low-calorie, low-carb products. This is another entry to have something that goes all the way to zero carbs. It's a big consumer trend we see across many consumer industries. Kohler said the beverage is light, refreshing, and clean with citrus notes. Uh, Bud Light Next will contain 4% alcohol by volume and 80 calories in a 12-ounce serving per CNN business. A typical Bud Light of the same size contains 30 additional calories and 0.2% more ABV. Huh. I'm curious. I'd like to try it. I always thought... I I would too. I always thought that uh, alcohol by definition has carbs because it's sugar. But what do I know? I'm no uh, scientician. Actually, I thought it was a solution. Ah oh, man, sometimes it is. Sometimes <laughs> it is. In more ways than this. Yes, that's right. All right, uh, next story on the list is Utopius is back. Dun, 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 dun. You know, it's uh, every other year, every two years, um, and it's every odd year. So I think I've had it in 2015. I've had it in 2017. I didn't have it in 2019. I'm not sure if I'll be able to get it in 2021. And those were just like two ounce pours at Yard House for like 20 bucks or 22 bucks. Totally worth it, I think. Because um, I don't have to spend 200 and 300 bucks on a on a bottle that that I'm have to guard, or, or else I'm gonna finish it like in two nights. But it is 28% alcohol by, by volume this year. 
which makes it illegal in 15 states, according to this USA Today article. Those lucky enough to get a bottle of the extremely limited and pricey at $240 uh, beer will get an additional taste treat from the 2,000 pounds of cherries it was finished on. Boston Beer releases them. Saddam Adams Utopias every other year beginning October 11th. It will be available at select specialty beer, wine, and liquor store where laws allow. Oh. I remember I could have got it one year and I passed on it because I wasn't too thrilled on the on what they finished it in that year. Oh, really? Wasn't hmm. it like Aquavit or some shit like that? Something weird. <laughs> Aquavelva, what? No, Aquavit. It's a type of liqueur. Oh, okay. No, I don't uh, or, or, or it could be something else uh, like Armagnac or this something that didn't seem uh, didn't seem quite right to what I would uh, I thought it was be- that type of coin. I thought it was because you they saw it at Santa Clara Liquors and they weren't supposed to have it and they were selling it in a markup. Uh, no, I didn't see it at Santa Clara. But- oh, okay. Because yes. I know they're they're famous for doing that. Um, so I, yeah, I just thought the it was like I'm not gonna pay that much for it. <laughs> but uh, oh, okay. I I, I guess I. I I misremembered it. Either way, um, 2021 sees the return of Utopias, and I hope I get a, a chance to have a sip because I really, uh, I really enjoyed the the last two times I've had it. Really good, man. Really soft and warm, and I say warm, but you know that's the alcohol burn <laughs> to it. But you know, I, I like I had a two ounce pour, and like it took me like well, I took like maybe half hour to 45 minutes to. To sip and enjoy. I even used that little trick you taught me. That oh, little, the yeah, the the micro mini sip uh, tasting technique. Um, yeah. So uh, the first time I had it, and uh, you know, it I kind of used employed that technique every single time, just for every sip, just to make it last longer. That's pretty much what I wanted, just to make it last. Make it last forever. All right, uh, that is it for the beer news. So that takes us to. I don't know, one of my favorite times of the year. It is the BAMF Awards for the best names at the GABF in 2021. Second annual BAMF Awards. Nice. And uh, this year we had a nice slate of names. Um, we have our honorable mentions, and then we have our winners in two categories. We have the original beer names; those are the ones that, well, uh, we call them the original beer names because the other category is the pop culture beer names. So those beer names are based off pop culture references, and the original beer names are not from pop culture references. They are just names that um, that the brewers came up with that are original. So there you go. All right, and um, so take it away, Sorcerer Chromatic. All right, where, the question is, where to begin? Well, let's go with the honorable mentions. The honorable mentions. And then you decide uh, which category to um, to announce first after that. In the honorable mentions category, in no particular order, Greg. (laughs) I I had to add this one to the list. (laughs) From Cinderland's Brewing, 
hyphen, is it Fooderhouse? Fooderhouse. Fooderhouse, okay. Out of Pittsburgh, PA. It's a Brett beer, and it actually won a gold medal for Brett beer. Nice. Nice, yes. Uh, Wakes of Grain. Very patriotic. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, from Grove Roots Brewing out of Winter Haven, Florida. And it is an amber slash red ale. So amber wakes of green. The very nice. What a win. Um, it won a gold. Sorry. Mm. Uh, here's one. Uh, very, uh, very topical, if you will, with the pandemic and all. Stay the funk in. <laughs> oh, from Crooked Stave. Artisan Beer Project out of Denver, Colorado. Uh, it's a Belgian-style so- sour ale, and it took silver. Here's one. Lavender Fields Forever. Let me take you down, because I'm going to. From uh, Marto Brewing Company out of Sioux City, Iowa. It's a fruited wood and barrel-aged sour beer. And that's another gold medal winner too. Oh wow! Hey, you know they make Name, uh, they make names help names help. <laughs> they do, even though they don't know what the names are. Um, yeah. I hear they make a good uh, sarsaparilla out of Susie. Thank you. I heard right. they named the sarsaparilla out of Susie. Here we go. Uh, disco lemonade. I smell sex and candy. Yeah, out of. Asian Brewing Company. Uh, Aslan. Aslan, I'm sorry. The typing got me. The font. (laughs) Aslan Brewing Company out of uh, Bellingham, Washington. It's a German sour ale. That's interesting. Uh, That's kind of funny because I was wondering what Disco Lemonade was. (laughs) What did it win? It won a goal. All right. Uh, Next one Unfrozen Caveman Lager. Huh, I get it. <laughs> For those of you uh, maybe too young, it was a Saturday Night Live reference. The uh, Frozen Caveman uh, Lawyer. Who was that actor again? I think it was, was Phil Hart- Hartman, right? Yeah. He'd be I like, thought- I don't know, you know, I'm just a caveman. <laughs> that was like his big fucking. That, that I'm was- driving around in my Mercedes Benz with my cell phone, <laughs> and I still don't get it. Yeah, yeah that was his. Uh, that was his argument for every time he he would try a case, right? So that's from Belching Beaver Brewery hyphen Tavern and Grill out of Vista, California. It's a German style Doppelbach or Eisbach. And that took a gold. I'm going to try that now. Yeah. I was like, wow. Uh, Belching Beaver. Something I can get. (laughs) Here we go. Too much cologne. (laughs) So great. From Crystal Lake Brewing uh, to German style Kolsch. It won won a bronze. Very cool. I get it. Because Cologne, like Cologne, Germany. Makes sense. I thought it was a sex (laughs) pantage. I used to work with this this guy. He'd take a bath once a week. But so the rest of the week, he just put on more and more Cologne. So the beginning of the week, he was good. But then by the end of the week, he smelled like B.O. and Cologne. Huh? <laughs> Shit. Nasty. 
Um, next one, Grimlock. Oh, Ooh. hell yeah. They just went for Grim it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> From Lewitt Brewing Company out of Vancouver, Washington. In the Robust Porter. They took a bronze as well. Nice. And then I like this one. Magic Carpet Ride. R-Y-E apostrophe D. From Model A Brewing Company out of Tega K. Am I saying that right? I guess so. Tega K or Tega K? I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, South Carolina out of the rye beer category. Yeah, I can't really name a rye beer. Yeah. That I, I see regularly. However, they won bronze. <laughs> I know uh, Tombstone has a rye IPA that I always see, but I wouldn't call that a rye beer. That's just, that's just a, it's a type of IPA. Right. Now, do I go with the pop culture beer names first or the original beer names? I go with the original beer names first because I think the pop culture is, uh, um, those are funnier. Alright. Uh, so for original beer names, starting with Bronze from My Yard Live Beer Company, Flight of the Kiwis. <laughs> I like it because oh, the Kiwi is a flightless bird. Uh, I thought it was a takeoff flight of the condos too. Sure. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, because they are from New Zealand, huh? Yeah. Uh, New Zealanders are called Kiwis. I, I think it's a little bit of both. Aren't Kiwis uh, and Kiwis are extinct, right? Am I remembering that right, or am I wrong? Uh, I think you're wrong. I think they should do this. Google it real quick while I get I more detail. Um, but I want to say uh, the my yard live. Yeah, my yard live beer company is in San Marcos, California, and the, the style is our category is English IPA or New Zealand India, and they won a bronze medal and a bronze for their name. Okay, I'm wrong. They are not um, endangered or anything. They are the smallest of the ratites, which also include ostriches, emus, rayas, and cassowaries. Oh, what is that? They're mostly flightless, so yeah. They're related to ostriches. That little fucking small thing is related to an ostrich? Holy shit. Hey, they're all dinosaurs, right? <laughs> That's right. Uh, okay, next on this list, or silver on this list, if I if I may. Yes. The Ticklish Warrior. <laughs> you imagine, I, I imagine like the ultimate warrior is getting all crazy and, and everything, and then someone comes by and tickles him, he turns into a little giddy schoolboy. <laughs> Actually, if anything, the the name of the brewery should win an award. It's the Grains of Wrath Brewing Company. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Out of uh, is it Camas or Camas? I say Camas. Beds. Camas, Washington. Beds, Washington. Uh, yes. Um, it's a session IPA, and uh, for the name they won a silver. However, at the festival they took a bronze. Very good. Right. Next one is Party Ping. <laughs> so they're gold on our list. Yes, gold is poly, uh, from Pollyanna Brewing Company out of Lamont, Illinois. Party Penguin. And the category is other strong beer. <coughs> uh, for the name, they took gold. However, in the festival, they took a bronze. That's a good name, man. Party Penguin. Who doesn't love a Party Penguin? 
maybe a party Batman. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. So that leaves uh, that brings us to our final category, second and final category, pop culture beer names. This is our third category. All right, keep going. Taking Braun for field beer and in Seattle, Washington, Mirage Beer Company, (laughs) versatile solutions for modern living. Very nice. Very good. Yeah. A little bit of a risk, but I like it. Big payout. Yeah, it's a uh, um, very subtle. That's why I like this one. Very subtle reference to Fight Club, a movie which I fucking love. Yes, and for our listeners who might not know this reference, why don't you tell them what it is? <laughs> it was from Fight Club. Yes, but tell them the scene and the situation. Oh, it was uh, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt said it to Edward Norton. Hey. So, yeah. You're not allowed to talk about Fight Club. <laughs> yeah. I thought you said you love the movie, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> Walked right into that one. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Next. Oh, yeah, hold on. Did I mention it took a silver in the category? Oh, no. I, if you did, I, I didn't catch that. Yes. So our name medal, silver award winner, which actually took a gold in the category of American style strong pale ale out of Corrales, New Mexico from Ex Novo Brewing Company hyphen Corrales threat level turquoise. Oh, yeah, we talked about this uh, on the show last week. It just happened to come up when we were talking about different categories. That's and uh, I loved it then, I love it now. It's a, obviously a tribute to Threat Level Midnight in the office. That is correct. And finally, last on this list, rounding out everything, for the, the name medal with gold, it also took a gold in the category of old ale or strong ale or barley wine out of Wichita, Kansas, from Wichita Brewing Company. Chris Barley in a little coat. <laughs> so, that's I- I fell in love with his name immediately when I saw it. I didn't think it was going to win. I didn't know if it was going to win gold until I went through every single name. Now, these are all, all the names are from the winners of the different categories. Right. Um, not not the entries or the contestants, if you will. Yeah. Cause I think there's like almost 2,000 fucking, or 10,000. Uh, was it 10,000 entries? Or 2, I forget. There are thousands of entries. I didn't go through all, right. all of them. I just went through the, the medal winners and. Chris Barley in a middle coat, in a little coat. I loved it immediately, and it held strong, and it won. It won gold for us for uh, best beer name in the pop culture beer names category. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, um, I would say thanks to all those who entered, but eh, you know we get them ourselves. Thanks Word. to us. It's fun. I can't wait for next year. Um, you know, I did see some of the same names from last year. Like I went back and, and looked at our 2021, I mean, 2020 um, name winners. And then I went through, when I was going through 2021, I saw a few of the same names in there. I'm like, oh shit. Um, that's why I didn't mention them in the, uh, mention them in the honorable mentions because yeah, we talked about them last year. Like I think the, uh, um, one of the ones that I remember, if I remember correctly, 
was a crazy jackass ale, which won uh, gold last year for original beer name. I saw it again pop up on the list of 2021. But uh, it did man, uh, it didn't make it this year. So that was one of the ones. I think there was a couple other ones, but anyway, yeah. Cool, man. Uh, again, I think it, it's part of uh, the whole craft beer culture, just the whole catchy name, funny name, unusual name. Yeah. Um, you know, yes, sometimes it is a marketing thing. Sometimes it's just uh, uh, part of the the creative artistic side of, of the industry. And I think it's sometimes it's part of an inside joke between uh, maybe the, the brewing staff. Yeah, definitely. Or a running joke, if you will, so... All right. Um, how's your beer treating you? Good. Good. Easy to drink. Um, uh, opened up a little bit. Again, n- nice flavor profile. Little, little nice combination of a, of a multi amber slash red, and a um, little bit of pumpkin and, and spice. Very nice. I still haven't had a pumpkin beer this year. Not that. Uh, I've well, I think it's my first, so it's not like you're behind. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. It's not a. It's not a race or anything, but. I uh I still need I, I still do love um, a good pumpkin beer. In fact, I I sent you a picture of that one beer I had in my cellar, that Southern Tier um, Rum Barrel Age Pumpkin. And you told me to to save it for when you're when you're here. So I think that might be my first one this year. Yeah. that's a good one. I think it's aged like two or three years by now, at least two. So we are going to untap our beers right now, and you had. Let's see here. Um, who was it by, though? I forgot. This one? Yeah. Spencer. Oh, that's right. The Spencer. Spencer's Gifts. And what was it called? Because it had a weird name, too, or just a long name. The Monster Mash. Oh, that's right. Must. I might have never if I fucking made that Transylvania twist um, joke earlier. All right, there it is. Spencer Brewery, the Munster Mash, Pumpkin Yam Beer, 5.2% alcohol by volume. What would you like to rate this beer at? I'm going to give it a 3.5. Oh, it has an overall rating right now of 3.63. What are your tasty notes that you want to leave? Um, multi. Multi. Pumpkin. Pumpkin. And crisp. And... Crisp. Save and check in. All right. Let's see here. We are going to mine now. I like this one. I like this one a lot. Now, I kind of cheated. I already saw the the rating earlier because I had to look up the beer. And I looked it up on Untapped. And it has a, like a 4.16 or something. It's, it's got like 16 ratings. I like this one. I'm going to give it a 4. It is really good. I get a little bit of, uh, I think, uh, because of the, the trub or whatever you call it, the sediment um, washed in with the last little pour I had, you know, when I just poured like the rest because my glass didn't hold the full 16 ounces. And so then it got a little bit of, of greenness to it because of the trub. But in the first uh, the first sips, there was nothing. Yeah, there's 16 ratings right now. We'll be number 17. has a 4.16 rating. Check in four and i'm gonna say it is smooth juicy 
and sweets. I like it. And check in. All right, so um, off there, you and I, we talked about doing a music exchange. All right. And I have the two that you recommended to me. Um, you told me to listen to MOP Cold as Ice. Yeah. Hold on, let me premise this a little bit more. Okay. So, uh, yeah, pull back the curtains. So, me, uh, okay, we both like hip hop. Um, we both really like old school hip hop and, and classic uh, hip hop. Right. And um, I'm a little bit more reluctant on the newer styles. And I've been trying to listen to more newer artists and acts. I mean, don't get me wrong, I listen to, to like Kendrick and Drake and, and those guys. However, the a lot of the viral guys are the one hitter guys that are, are are you know I don't want to say flash in the pan, but just I don't see them enough. They're not mainstream. Um, right. I'm not onto them. However, you are, and um, I've been trying to listen more to them, but I, I find myself going back to old school, and um, <laughs> because I, I listen to a lot of music through uh, through Sirius XM, mm-hmm. um, I. I listen to stations that play old school hip hop, and there's a lot of stuff that it's new to me because I slept on them. But they're they're classic songs or older songs. Right. So, um, so I just mentioned some to uh, to our host here to check out because I think they're cool and they're, and they're you know they're not new by any means, and you know kind of just totally missed the boat on those. And at the same time, he recommended uh, to me some more newer artists that uh, that are pretty legit in uh in their own right right and uh so you mentioned to me uh two songs uh, to listen to you wanted me to listen to um and these two songs i, I haven't heard of i've in fact the uh, mop was the first one uh their song cold as ice and i never heard of mop and just because of the mob i thought maybe uh mob was kind of like short for uh, money over pussy oh, yeah. but it's actually uh, stands for mash out posse Right. And the first thing I thought of when I heard this one was uh, when's Exhibit going to come on? It had like a big heavy beat and their uh, their voice um, inflection, well not inflections, but their the tone of their voice was kind of like Exhibit. It reminded me a lot of, of, of um, Exhibit. Oh, yeah, a little, little rasp to it? Yeah, a little raspiness and then the, yeah. and a, a big heavy uh, downbeat on the, on the beat. So it was good. I liked it. It wasn't but the other the, the other song that I really liked that you you recommended was uh, "Off the Books" by the Beat Nuts, featuring uh, Big Pun and who else? Cuban Link and Cuban Link. That's right. And dude, fucking Big Pun's verse in that was fucking awesome. Yeah, Pun was nice. Uh, you, I for, that's another, another part of that song is I forgot how nice he was. Mm-hmm. And um, Beat Nuts, that obviously the track they laid down is a very Beatnut-esque yeah, <laughs> DJ Babu? No, no DJ Babu did a song for them However, the Beatnuts actually did a lot of their own stuff Oh, okay It was very Babu-esque, I thought oh. um, But yeah, that was more That one's a little bit more laid back And more um, I, For for me, I, I thought it had better lyrics I really liked them I liked the, all the guys They They really came through with like some Great in material on that one. So out of the two songs, I, I listened to the Beat Nuts one like maybe like three or four times. Where the the Cold Desires, I listened to it twice. 
Okay. Yeah, nice. I really that was, that was a really good recommend. I really like that. I really like the B nuts. I think they um they they get uh, uh, underplayed a lot. Um, yeah. In fact, that one song that they have the Jennifer Lopez to stole their beat. That was that was a fucking nice beat, and then she stole it and did Jenny from the block with it. Right. Uh, watch that now. Yeah, that, I fucking love that beat nut song. But mostly probably because of the beat. But then I remember like back when that came out, and I was like, "Oh shit, I want that as my ringtone." And you're like, "You're the one who said, hey, don't do that. People are gonna think you're playing Jenny from the block." I go, yeah. "Oh yeah, fuck, it's bullshit." All right, uh, what I forgot? I know I, I recommended some Freddie Gibbs songs to you. Actually, you just told me Freddie Gibbs. You didn't suggest songs. Oh, okay. I thought I, I mentioned uh, one or two. Uh, which which uh, Freddie Gibbs did you listen to? Um, I listened to... Uh, okay, well, the one I like, my favoriteest one, was mm-hmm. uh, Big Boss Rabbit. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I like it. At first, I thought, you know... Okay, he's good. He's mm-hmm. good, and it, it took me a while. To, uh, I had to listen to it a few times before I realized he's good. Fa- like, to me, he's a fast rapper. Yeah. Got a lot of fast words, you know, a lot of words, a lot of fast, like, not like, you know, uh, MSM monster fast, but, you know, <laughs> just, or Godzilla, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, just his overall, you know, cadence and stuff, he's, he's almost pretty much a, a double timer. Mm-hmm. And it took me a while to do it. However, the thing is, he can do it. You know, I don't think a lot of guys do it, or, well, a lot of guys can't, can't do it and don't do it, but he can. And that, that is his natural style. I mean, when uh when i listened to him um it you know it took me a while to, to catch on to what he's saying and then too he's got two uh the structure of his songs yeah at least for for boss rabbit is he's got the classic uh you know hook in between the verses too which i like yeah you know uh, a little repeating right like i i like that because to me that reminds me of old school yeah, so, yeah it's, it's, it's nice it's not oh. as progressive as some of these new guys are but right. his, his lyrics are tight though yeah and then I, I gotta flip it on YouTube. Is uh, if you go to um, uh, on YouTube, there's mm-hmm. a, another show I listen to uh, called the. Uh, well, it's on Power 106, but the the LA Leakers. Have you heard of them? No, <laughs> I oh. like the name though. Yeah, well, they they're they're a hip hop DJ show, and they always get someone on there to to do a freestyle from. So the the Freddie Gibbs freestyle. In fact, I'll just send that to you right now. Oh, okay, um, all right. It, it's pretty nice. It's a couple years old. I think they said it was in. 2019. Yeah, well, yeah. So, Freddie's like, been doing it for years. I just, I, I just, he finally came on my radar this, uh, this, yeah. like, this last month. But, um, or, but like the way everyone says, uh, you don't count 2020. So, it's only two years. <laughs> okay. But yeah, um, so yeah, I, I like them. Um, I, I see that, you know, uh, yeah, a lot of stuff out there to listen to. However, um, just his style is probably gonna be different than a lot of uh, other people I, I listen to. Right. Yeah. That's, that's kind of like why I like him because he's different. So, do you have any uh, any recommendations this week, or you just want to make it like maybe just every so often type of deal? Yeah, let's do it every other week because I really haven't heard anyone enough to uh, All right. to uh, really recommend um, that you know I'm into. I mean, there's a few people like well, I've. I heard of this guy, and then I finally started hearing some of his songs, and then it turns out he got shot the other day. So, look over that. <laughs> yeah, it, it fucking sucks. Like uh, you know, I was in, and I was going back to my list. Remember when we did our our draft? 
And two of my rappers that I drafted have gotten themselves in hot water. First, the baby, because it is uh, um, his ignorant AIDS comment and, and homophobic comments. Yeah. And then now Nicki Minaj with her cousin got a fucking swollen testicle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from from the uh, the the COVID vaccine. In fact, no, her co- her cousin's friend. Oh, her cousin's friend. Yeah, her cousin's friend got it. And then. I was reading an article today in Esquire that uh, Trinidad and Tobago um, don't have any record of, of said um, person. Wait, I thought she's from uh, somewhere else. No, oh, Haiti or something like that? No, no. Uh, she, I can't think of where she's at right now. Hmm. Nevertheless, um, maybe her friend was uh, Trinidadian and Toboggan. <laughs> right? <laughs> Anyway, uh, just uh, hey, real quick, like too, that, the whole, yeah. the whole, um, and again, uh, to each their own, but to say, um, he, his testicles got swollen and he's now impotent and he had to cancel his wedding because his girl left him or whatever. It's like, right. so he was trying to have kids before his wedding, like, because <laughs> impotence and ED are two different things, right? I guess so. I thought they were Cause, one and the same. Oh, because I thought impotence was like the, the swimmers are bad, right? Oh, or you, you're okay. Not versus ED. Blanks. Yeah, yeah. ED, you're not getting it up. Right. Oh, it's, okay. I mean, it could be. Uh, well, I don't, know. I don't I, I've never been treated for any of this. So I just don't. <laughs> but um, <laughs> this, this, this whole story reeks of like he cheated on her, got a fucking STD, and then uh, try to blame it on the vaccine. There you go. <laughs> That's what I, I got. It. I was riding on the bus. I swear. <laughs> I don't know how I got sibling. Uh, I got it from the toilet seat. That's why you have to use this fucking ass gaskets. Yeah, right. th- this whole fucking thing is just stupid. And then she comes out and says it, and then she's got a, legions of fans who now believe her every word, and so they're not going to get the vaccine, oh, just because Queen Nikki said it. It's right. it's irresponsible. An anecdotal message like that is can really wreak havoc on. Um, on people's decisions. No, definitely. It, it just—it's weird how how that um, that comes out, and more people believe it than actual scientific work. Right? Yeah, people who went to school for Research years to do this yeah. <laughs> to do this shit. Exactly. <laughs> so, and there's and they're they're both on my squad. I want I want a redraft. Can we do a redraft? Let's get LT on the line. Let's do a fucking redraft. I want to scratch those two. I want to grab uh, Freddie Gibbs and uh, yeah. and I don't know who uh, who who to replace as my uh, Megan the Stallion. Why not? She's hot right now. <laughs> no, you have to go with you have to go with uh, Lizzo. Oh shit! No, I, 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 no, no, thank you. No. I'll take uh, I'll take MC Light. Uh, I was trying to look up the line, uh, the movie line, but. Uh, Remember uh, Ferris Bueller? Yeah. Like, uh, was it my sister's friend's boyfriend knows this kid? You know, <laughs> the whole, yeah. Saw him pass out at Thirty One Flavors last night. Like, you know, just yeah, it's very anecdotal. Um, very, very suspect. Yes, yeah, so or just the questionable example. Yeah. There you go. The one, the one case out of the millions of people who have been vaccinated. One guy got an exploded ball. 
<laughs> and no wedding. Uh, yeah, no wedding. I think that's all he he, he does a bullet if you ask me. Whoa, hey. <laughs> all right, man. Um anything you'd like to add to this uh this podcast? Um No. No, I think we're good. All right. For now. Um want to send a shout out to my uh, San Francisco Giants for clinching the playoff spot and Oakland A's are, they're only a couple games out right of the the wild card spot I believe so Very I'm nice. following I baseball's it. hard to keep up with these these days yeah just a week me when uh, when the playoffs start pretty much all right thank you for downloading yet again another cold brew podcast I am Greg he is Sorcerer Chromatic And we'd like to wish you cheers. Until next.